Welcome to the WCI 3 in 1 podcast. As we bid adieu to Marley Weirda, Brett Barron's here. And Marley Weirda, Andy Olson also on hand. We are on three different locations today. Marley down in Florida. Marley, you did it. Congratulations on your new job and your run here at WCIA 3. It's been about a week since you announced it. So, how are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling, you know, excited for the next chapter, but as I kind of make my little farewell media tour here, if you will call it, um, you know, it brings up a lot of good memories and a lot of good times, which I think makes it so hard to leave. You know, if I hated you guys, maybe that would be easier to oh, get don't? on out of I here, but I don't, but I, I, I don't at all, um, especially you guys and you know, I, I really enjoy covering Illinois and, and the high school sports in the area. I mean, I've had such a, a positive experience overall, which which makes it so bittersweet and so hard to leave. But, you know, we all have to, to move on sometimes and, and I'm excited, but I feel like I wouldn't be in this position if it weren't for, you know, the opportunities that, that I had while I was here. We've done a lot and experienced a lot, some good, some bad in this time. So uh, it's kind of fun to take a moment and just reflect we started the podcast with you and that's my first thought as we go back here we're almost to episode 100 of this podcast and it's evolved a little bit from what it was certainly from when we started it it was just like yeah. a pandemic project if you remember you were at it home was. and we were just trying to figure out what we were doing in this podcast world and it's certainly not our main medium for what we do that would be on television and then you know digitally next with twitter facebook whatever else but I think it's a fun aspect of, of a brand and a different type of medium and way to share. And so when we first started our number one or first, very first podcast, do you remember that? You were at home. Uh, I think Craig and I were both in the studio. I, I don't really remember yes. exactly. Because I remember I remember you had the, the laptop set up and there was just a little picture that we took. It was you and Craig on the two mics <laughs> and then the laptop in the middle. Uh, and that was me at home. You guys kind of like propped me up. Or I don't think it was a laptop. I think it was your phone. Like I was just propped up. And at that point we hadn't even figured out Zoom or anything. So I think I was just yeah. talking through the phone and the third microphone was picking up whatever was coming um, through the phone. So yeah, the podcast has grown a lot um, since then. My only hope is that the Farewell Marley gets more listens than the Farewell Craig. That'll be my last <laughs> kind of competitive uh <laughs> Uh, I'll, love it. I'll go out on a limb and say that it will. I love it. I love it. That's so good. How the numbers stack up. <laughs> and I hope Craig's listening to this too, or he does at some point, because that was a really good episode for us and a good number for us was Craig's goodbye yep. podcast. <laughs> so I hope we get some more numbers on this one. That's fantastic. Boost Marley. the ratings. Boost the yeah, ratings. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt about it. That's fantastic. But you know, from the start of the podcast and really Marley, and this is kind of playing on the curtain back a little bit here for some people. So you started November of 2018 and this was fun because when Anise left, it was like in the fall, September, I believe it was. And so we were just a two person department for a couple of months, Craig and I, which was fine. It was during football season, but really wanted to get somebody in here by basketball season. It was a unique timing because in this business, I'd say the best time to find talent is usually in June, like May, April, May, June. So you've got your seniors in college, you know, graduating, ready to get in. And 
they're they're feet first, you know, excited for their first job, ready to go wherever else. And so your your best picking, so to speak, are usually in that April, May, June time frame. And sure. you had been out of college for a little while and I got some decent tapes, I'm not gonna lie, but there was something that stood out about you um, that was just different, it was unique, and it um, almost left me wanting more. And so I remember contacting you and you didn't have like a ton on your tape. You had a little bit and it was really good what you had, but like it wasn't a lot. I don't know if you remember that tape that you sent in or not on your resume reel. I almost, Yeah, I barely remember it to be honest. I know I did like a couple things with like the Panthers and then some yeah. stuff for my student TV station. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't think it was the, the best reel in the bunch. I'll, I'll admit. Yeah, it just it, it left me wanting more, though, which I think is important. And that's what I tell some people that are putting together reels like, okay, don't just throw everything on there, like leave the people that you're interviewing for, you know, trying to get a job for like, have them ask for some more because, and that's exactly what it was. It was like, I reached out to you and there was a number of different people that uh, we were targeting. And I said, Hey, can you give me some more? And you're like, well, I don't really know if I have a lot more. And I had you do like a, a reel at home that was super uncomfortable. I'm sure you like had to tape yourself and read some things for me. And you yes. knocked out of the park. And that's when I kind of knew just after talking to you and doing some reference checks, I was like, all right, we really need to get uh, this Marley girl in here because I think she's going to be fantastic. And, and it was. And you took off with it. And a huge credit to you. But the long story of this is you came in. I remember asking you, this was maybe like early October, like maybe mid to late October. I was like, hey, when can you start? And you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe like middle of December, or like into December. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like that's not going to work. Uh, we need you to start in like two weeks <laughs> because I was leaving for Hawaii yeah. to cover the Maui Invitational yeah. for Illinois. And Craig was going to be by himself there. And so <laughs> I remember your, I'll never forget this. Your response was classy. It was something like, oh okay well that's a little quicker than i had expected i was like yeah and if you could come in like a week that would be even better <laughs> i really think it was like a week and a half i think it was a week and a uh, half because i remember getting the job right around like halloween or you had like texted me at some point around halloween um either that was like you know in the later stages of the interview or like maybe right when i got the job and then i think i started on like november 8th or something like the right in the middle of no like beginning of november so it, it was maybe a week and a half and i was there in champagne so <laughs> yeah i just remember that being a little crazy and your response was was great in terms of like oh yeah like how's mid-december sound i was like yeah that's not gonna work <laughs> it was just <laughs> funny from what i remember that being and then yeah. you came in and it was just thrown to the fire and i mean you handled it so well, but I, I think that's when I started to know, like, hey, this this girl's a little bit different. Like, this is going to work out. And Built different. <laughs> yeah, but different in a good say. way, obviously. Like, you didn't crumble in the moment when I was like, okay, yeah, you're anchoring because I'm in Hawaii type of thing. You know what I mean? It was like, you, you just ran with it. And now when we look back at that tape that you showed me a couple of weeks ago, uh, it's just fun to see how far you've come. And that's the most fulfilling thing for me is like, Hey, now you're in this position where you're ready to shine even more. And, you know, in just three, three years here, look how far you've come. Yeah. And I was a little clueless when I first started, to be honest, because it was really my first like 
true experience in a newsroom. Like I had experience editing and I had experience working in sports and, um, you know, covering sporting events, but it was like my first time in a like real newsroom situation. So getting used to the, the deadline pressure and learning a new editing software and all of that was so much in the beginning. I was like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? But here we are, you know, it's over three years later. And yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, when we were looking back on that tape, I, I couldn't even watch it. It was my, you know, for those of you listening, it was maybe my second week on the job, like probably my third or fourth time anchoring. And it was just, oh, it was, it was bad. It, I, I can't even watch it. And I know, I know you like it, Brett. And it's like, oh, this is great. Like, look how far you've come. But I'm like, I, I don't know. I'd rather just forget about that, block that out of my memory and we'll, <laughs> but it's, it's a, a testament to how good of a, a sports director you are and being able to help me grow from the clueless, um, you know, journalist that I was and help me be in the position I am today. So thank you so much, really. Well, that's too kind of you. Thank you for saying that. I think it's fun to just look back and say, you know, everything that goes into it. And you guys know me, I'm a process guy to begin with. I love the process and thinking about how we're going to do things and, and then reminiscing. And I've, I've told you guys that, and I tell myself this too, and I frequently look back at my old stuff is where are you going and, and how are you getting better every day? You know, and what kind of process are you doing to improve yourself and improve your product and your craft? And, you know, you've really taken a testament to that. But that's why I, I always say, like, hey, look back at yourself a year ago, three years ago. <laughs> as crazy as ago, it is. Ten words. Yeah. And like when I look back at my stuff from college or, you know, which is 2008, 2009, it's been a decade plus ago or even four or five years ago, you know, I, I, I'm better than I was then. And that's a good thing, right? Like we want to improve and we always want to be yes. <laughs> continuing to evolve in, in what we do. And so, yeah, I just think it's so much fun to do that. And it can be cringeworthy. Absolutely. You know, what, what was I doing with my hair there? Why was my makeup like this? Or oh, why God, does my right. voice sound like this? Right. Like my voice has definitely changed in the last decade. It's just being on air and having a presence, I think, you know, and like you said, you're kind of clueless in those first couple moments and even really the first year where you're trying to just figure out on camera in front of people, what am I doing here and how am I handling myself with right. these deadline pressures and, and everything else. And if you remember Mar, a month after that, when you started, I went to Minneapolis for the final four and you were anchoring once again, I think Craig was off or something to that effect. And, yeah. and you were thrown on the desk once again there. And that was some major deadlines when Illinois was playing in the final four for volleyball in Minneapolis and you handled like a champ again. And, and that was, uh, <laughs> It's just all those moments, you know, and I don't, what was that like for you when you're coming in? Cause we've all had those and Andy, you can speak to this too, you know, and it's a little bit different since you started in news. Cause that's a, just a different type of beast and animal with news. It's very similar, but yet again, it's different. We've all had those moments. It's been longer for me. So they're a little bit more cloudy and fuzzy, you know, from a decade ago when I first got in the business, but how did you process all of that? And when you look back on that now of, of being in those uncomfortable moments, cause you know me, I love to, preach being uncomfortable and trying different things. What do you think about those things now as you head into a new spot where you're once again going to be uncomfortable, new towns, new team names to learn, uh, all that kind of stuff? Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm curious to see. Like, you know, when I first started this job at WCIA, there were things that I thought were so incredibly difficult 
that now are like an absolute breeze for me now. So I'm kind of wondering what that's going to be like at the next step. Like, hmm, what are going to be some things that, you know, are going to seem super challenging to me, but then, you know, by the end of my time there, I'm going to master. And I guess one of those was um, that scenario that you're just talking about when you were, um, you know, at the final four and um, Illinois was playing, it was a night game. So I, I remember that they went to a fifth set. So the timing was crazy and the game wasn't even over by the time like the newscast hit. And I was like, what? I have to edit all of these highlights in like two minutes. What? Like, this is absurd, but you know, we did it. We got a product on the air. Um, and now that's a cakewalk, you know? Okay. Illinois basketball tips off at eight o'clock. Got to put the highlights on the air. Oh, I'm on the road with a laptop by myself and I got to send them to you. Okay, great. I mean, I, I don't want to make it seem like it's that easy because, you know, deadlines are hard. But for something that stressed me out when I was so early in this career, now has become like just part of the, the daily routine. Like, oh, okay, just another day, just another, you know, highlight to run or another game to cover. Because think about like we did that all through football season, like because I started as the, you know, MMJ sports reporter position and then um was the weekend anchor after craig left so every saturday i was doing that and putting highlights together and um tossing to you live and we did that so many times this season with what illinois was able to do so it, it's it's crazy to look back on that and think about what was so stressful for me is now um not easy but you know just just part of it yeah and that's the fun part and every shop you go is going to be different and every place is going to do things a little bit differently, which is fine. And that's okay. I will say, I think we're pushing the bar, or at least trying to, in terms of being creative and doing different things. And, you know, you may go to your next spot here and it's, it's going to be maybe different. I, I don't know. And that's, that's okay. It's not right, wrong or indifferent. It's just different. So, you know, that that's all good, but I think you can take some of those things with you in terms of, okay, how can I get uncomfortable with this? How can I continue to make the product better and, and bring some fresh ideas? That's why I think going to a new place is really good career-wise because you can, you know, bring some different things to the table that maybe they aren't doing. Or maybe you can learn some things about yourself that they are doing that we don't do here. And I can't wait for you to report those things back to me so that way I can try them too. Because it's all just a copycat business, right? I and mean, we're all doing the same things on deadlines. Just how you do it, how you approach it is, is the fun new thing out of that. Uh, what's your yeah. favorite moment or game that you covered or thing, story, all that? Like when you reflect back on this, what are some things that really stand out to you, Mar? Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Like it's it's really hard to like pinpoint a couple. I think getting to cover Illinois volleyball in the tournament this year was a lot of fun. You know, obviously I would have loved to go to the Final Four in 2018, but I don't think I was <laughs> ready at all for that. Um, so that was a pretty cool moment kind of at the end of this year. Um, I think like, I, I think I just remember this because it was, I think my first like big moment. Um, it was when Illinois was playing Michigan in Ann Arbor in January. I think it would have been, yeah, 2020 and IO hits the game winning shot at the buzzer. I mean, like it, it's kind of one of those moments where I, in the, in the moment I blacked out, it was like, Oh, what's, what's going on? Like, you know, you're so into the the deadline and trying to capture the moment. And then looking back on it, I was like, wow, that was really, really cool that I was there to witness it. I mean, we were one of the only TV stations that was there to cover it. So that was like the, 
moment, like the the moment for me. Um, and of course, there's been so many um, things after that that we've had a chance to cover. Like, you know, uh, I mean, just being in Indianapolis when the Big Ten tournament was canceled. Andy, I know you were there that day. Like, we were in the newsroom, and um, what? So we were we got like the ESPN alert at the same time, and I think we both looked at each other, right? And we're like, oh my gosh, the Big Ten tournament got canceled. Yeah, I mean, we were both talking about uh, that beforehand because the night before, I don't think they played in front of fans. And then the SEC tournament, I think, was already canceled or one of them was at that point. So before you left, we were just talking like, is there going to be a game for you to actually go there for? And then when the email came in, uh, it was chaos. And then I I know you went – I remember our news director like sent you like we haven't heard back. From yeah, Brett yet. he was like, "Get on the road, I get know. on the road." Yeah, we don't care what Brett says. Just go. He's gonna say yes. We. I remember Brett not getting back fast enough, but uh, and then I had to go on at. I wasn't even in sports yet. I was still in news, and I was the, I guess the only reporter that was in at that point that could talk on our noon newscast about it, it because I just knew sports the best, but. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was crazy, and uh, I, mean, I know I I remember you and Tim being on CI Living because I mean it was that big a deal because Tim was there to PA the the Big Ten tournament. Yes, yeah, Tim Sinclair. That was yeah. It was just such a weird day, um, but a humbling day, you know, because how many people are going to say that they were there, like at the site of the event when the entire sports world collapsed, you know. Um, obviously it was a devastating day and a day that I don't think any of us will forget and a day that has completely changed the world and and the way that sports are now. And it's crazy that we're still kind of living in this, you know, when stuff got canceled, um, I was like, okay, you know, maybe it's, it's going to be a couple months. It'll be to the end of the season, but it'll be back to normal. And little did we know what was ahead of us, but, you know, like I said, it, it was humbling to, to be a part of that because so many journalists and reporters and writers wait years and years and years to have these kind of moments in their careers um and to experience it in my it's like second year basically is is kind of crazy and i know i'm gonna look back on that years from now be like whoa that was a crazy day and we were a part of it yeah that was so that's 2020 I forgot about that a little bit, Marley. And, and when you mentioned the IO shot at Michigan, that was huge. I mean, like you said, it, it was not like maybe understanding just being in that moment and what that was. But from someone who has covered this team since 2013 and seen a lot of bad basketball in that time, yeah. you know, that was like IO's moment, so to speak. And as we reflect yeah. on that now and look back, you know, he developed this just incredible skill of closing games and and he had so many that season and and then the following season of like man this guy's clutch and I when I think back of it like that's when I really start to position that of like man that was his coming out moment and it kind of was yours too if it sounds right you know yeah absolutely because like I said it was my first you know big moment I think every like you know, reporter has that moment, like maybe their first time, like they get like a court storming or the first time there's yeah. a, a big upset or the first time this happens. And I'm sure people have had the opportunity to cover, you know, a ton of those events, but this was the the first big one for me because, you know, I had been covering high school sports and, um, you know, a couple of Illinois basketball games, mostly like some non-conference 
um, stuff. So this was, you know, I, like my first kind of big test. I remember like going on the road. I hadn't been on the road many times yet. So it, it's just really memorable in that sense. And I got to share it with my dad, which is pretty cool. He was at the game. Um, he's a, I think that's the day he converted a little bit to an Illinois fan because he went to Michigan. Um, <laughs> but I think that day he, you know, hopped on the Illinois bandwagon and hasn't looked back. Yeah, no, that's cool. And that's fun to look back on that and, and think of what that was. Were you at the 2019 Michigan State game at home where they stormed the court? Was uh, I was. I was probably co- – that was Craig. I was covering a high school game somewhere. Yeah, right. There you go. Okay, so that <laughs> that really was like your first big moment then yeah. in that 2020. So it would have been like January of 2020. And then, you know, everything collapsed a couple of a couple of months later. And I had forgotten that day, so to speak, that you had gone over to Indianapolis. I remember talking with Rich, our news director, and just saying like, okay, what are we going to do here? How are we going to approach this? I was in the mindset of, hey, let's not send her because of like the unknowns and blah, blah, blah. And then Rich and I had talked and he's like, no, no, like we, you know, let's go ahead and send her or whatever, uh, which was, ended up being great because you provide such good perspective. Do you still have that banner that you got? <laughs> I do. I tell everybody about this. So it's my like souvenir that I brought back from the Big Ten tournament that didn't happen. Um, maybe it'll go for a lot of money one day. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool, but I'm also a nerd like that. So as I was leaving, um, people were up, like there were some maintenance maintenance workers, I guess, like up on those little, um, uh, what are they called? Well, anyways, regardless, they were, they were up pulling down the, the banners and the signage at, um, Banker's Life Fieldhouse at the time. And I just asked them, I'm like, Hey, what do you do with this? Um, when you guys are done and they're like, Oh, we just throw it away. So I just picked up the Illinois one. I was like, can I, can I take this? And they were like, yeah, sure. So I picked up the big Illinois logo that was hanging up on Banker's Life Fieldhouse after they had torn it down and were about to throw it away. So it's still sitting in um, my closet in Champaign. Um, I think I'm going to put it in like a shadow box or do something cool with it. Um, Cause I, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> I remember you brought that back. No way. What is that? Cause it was so big. And, and it's, it is ginormous. Cause you wouldn't think like you're looking up at the yeah. letters and it's, it, it looks like, you know, like it, it wouldn't even be taller than you, but that thing is like almost like six feet tall. Like it's bigger than me. That's fantastic. So from that being in Indianapolis in 2020 and March to 2021 in March in Indianapolis and the big 10 tournament is back there. And you are one of the few that got to be at Lucas oil stadium and seeing that, what was that moment like to be back in the town where it all ended and then to watch Illinois win a big 10 title that had to be pretty cool yeah and and that's what it's like it's also humbling you know there were limited fans at the times we only had one press pass so poor Andy was in the car like it it just like was not I mean it was a lot of fun like I I really enjoyed the experience I would have loved it if we were you know in there together but yeah to it really was just like a full circle moment to be an indie when everything came crashing down to then see Illinois come back the year after a canceled Big Ten tournament and win it all. Um, it was almost like a, you know, it was, it was meant to be. So it was really cool. Um, very humbling and definitely something I, I won't forget, you know, for the rest of my life and the rest of my career, I think I'm always going to look back on that moment 
um, and be grateful and, and thankful for it because it, it really was some of the most memorable moments that I've had, you know, in, in my time here with WCIA. Yeah, that's cool. And, you know, from being in working at home for uh, what, three months? Gosh, how long? How I long think it was you? longer than that. I really think it was longer than that because I, I didn't I was working from home like very shortly after the Big Ten tournament got canceled. I think it was like the next day, like or maybe two days after that I was sent home after we did our little like, yeah. brainstorming sesh, like, okay, what are we going to do now that there are no sports happening? Yeah. Cause I remember having to talk with Rich and just being like, what are we going to do here for a plan? You know, we really didn't want to have to do sports from home and not, there's anything wrong with that. A lot of people did that across the country and like, okay, that's fine. But like, we wanted to avoid that if all possible. And so we, we formulated a plan of, okay, if one of us gets COVID, can one of us still be isolated? So Marley, you were just the person that's like, okay, well, let's send Marley from home. That way, if Craig or I at the time got COVID, then Marley could come in and like, we would be fine, so to speak, you know? So we just had to have backup plans galore there about how to continue to have content and then also strategizing how we were going to make content. <laughs> I mean... That that's a time that you know I hope I never have to repeat, and it was a hard lesson for me to learn a lot of things and just trying to be creative. And that you know I commend you for that, Molly, because you had a positive out, outlook, whether you really felt it or not. Working from home, you always brought a positive outlook and and looked at the bright side of like, okay, how can we try and come up with this, and how can we continue to push on here? And I would say about oh man. A month in is when I really started to figure out like a month and a half in by late April, early May, where I started to really just, I guess, start to realize what it was, you know? And then when we had the really like, I don't want to say relapse, but when like football was canceled again. Again for the second time. Yeah. Yeah. Probably like early September, late August, like man that that really hit hard too for me i don't know about you but um, no i agree i was like are we really not going to play big 10 football here you know um yeah yeah just those those two moments and i hate that your time in champagne was you know will be remembered for that in a sense (laughs) but you know just is what it is yeah but i think we came out better you know at the end of it i mean it it really i feel like the time has been distorted so much because of the pandemic and it really hasn't felt like three years because in my mind it wasn't really three full years it was kind of a year and a half and then this pandemic whatever nonsense for a couple months and then okay finally back into basketball season and it's sort of like fragmented in that way and in those chapters but yeah, I mean, it was a challenging time. It was, it, I mean, so much of what I like about this job was taken away in that moment, you know, actually being places, covering sports, talking to people face to face. It was completely um, taken away and it was weird. And oh, gosh, yeah, I hope we, we never go back. But um, yeah, like I said, I mean, I think it made me better in the end. I learned how to overcome some challenges and, adversity and and it was tough it was really tough but once you know football season finally came back it it was good I remember the second time it got canceled like you and me were just like I just remember sitting in the newsroom like nobody else was 
very it was just like it was a sad sad day and i had friends like well well like it's not that bad like okay they'll they'll play maybe in the spring and i'm like no like your job doesn't revolve around it you don't get it um so yeah hopefully we we don't go back to that but right now with all the cancellations it's making me a little a little nervous a little reminder of it but we're gonna hope we can push through this and, and make it out and get the ncaa tournament in and, and everything else so uh, all good things, Weirda. It's been a fun ride the last three years, and uh, we can't wait to um, see you once again down the road. What uh, a lot of people are going to be asking. So when are you when are you going to announce, so to speak, where you're heading next? Um, I mean, I guess I've sort of announced. I, I maybe Kent uh, Brown spilled the beans if you were watching the, the <laughs> Brad Underwood press conference, but um, I, probably on my first day of work, I'll formally announce it, but. I will say I'm not going far. Um, I talked on the radio earlier this week as well, and I said um, I'm going to cover Georgie Bishanishvili again. So if that gives you any hints, um, you'll probably be able to figure it out from there. But um, I'm excited to to stay, you know, somewhat close and still be in in the circle. Maybe I'll be back at the the Big Ten tournament again this year, and um, you know, I won't have to be so far away from you guys for for much longer so staying in big 10 country that's all that's, indeed. Cool. that's a clue. indeed there we go it is, a, go. It is a big clue <laughs> all right weirdo well hey we're gonna miss you but we are so excited for you thankful that our cross were able to pass we're able to cross <laughs> there we go and uh i know you got big things ahead so we can't wait to see where it goes next but uh, it's been a fun ride weirdo it has oh i'll miss you guys so much I have makeup on, so I'm not going to cry. Again. There's been a lot of tears this week, but, um, you know, it's just been a lot of, you know, trying to soak in the moment, take it all in, and, yeah, on, on to the next chapter, I guess. But I'll never forget, you know, the memories I made along the way and, you know, the people, you guys, um, that helped me, you know, be the person I am today. And for everyone listening, um, thank you guys as well because you guys were were a part of the ride too. and you know, our jobs wouldn't be anything without, I guess, the people watching and the people listening. So thank you guys as well. And um, to all the athletes and coaches and teams, if you guys are listening, thank you. Um, it's It's been awesome. And I, I had a really, really positive experience and it, it wouldn't be that way without um, everyone that, that made it the way they was. So thanks guys. Well said, Weirda. Thank you. And it's not goodbye. It's we'll see you later. So it's see you later, indeed. We'll have you back on the pod again soon. Oh, for sure. Have me as a guest anytime. <laughs> all right, as weirda. a guest. Thank I you. hate saying that. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so good luck uh, in your next adventure, and uh, we'll catch you down the road. Sweet. Sounds good. All right, that's going to do it for the WCIA Three and One podcast. Farewell, Marley. And we will talk to you once again soon. Coming up on episode 100 for the podcast as well. We're going to have a special guest for that. So uh, stay tuned in the coming weeks. But for Andy and Marley, I'm Brett. Thanks so much for listening to the WCIA 3-in-1 podcast.